Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Ubermensch podcast, a podcast highlighting those building over and beyond for themselves and their community. This is the first ever episode of the Ubermensch podcast, and I so appreciate you coming to take a listen. It means the world to me. Ubermensch means the overman in German and is loosely based off of Friedrich Nietzsche's idea of the Ubermensch or the overman. And he argues that we as individuals should be constantly building over and beyond for ourselves and the community. And I wanted to start this podcast to interview those that I believe are doing just that in their own way. My first guest is Sarah Steele, is the founder of FunkFit, a dance cardio class that she teaches seven days a week here in the Salt Lake City area. She also has 16 other instructors in the Salt Lake City area in Ogden, Utah, as well as Montana and California. And we get to talk a little bit what about what FunkFit is and a little bit about her life story as well, which I found to be pretty powerful and inspiring. The Ubermensch podcast is a part of Uber Wind and Wellness, a personal training business that provides one-on-one coaching, remote coaching, and emotional support. We specialize in helping loved ones of addicts. So if you are a wife, a mother, a father, a close friend, a cousin of someone who is struggling through addiction, you are not alone and feel free to reach out if you want more information. You can find us on Instagram at uberwinden and that's U-B-E-R-W-I-N-D-E-N wellness. And you can also find us on Facebook at uberwinden wellness. And we also have a website, uberwindenwellness.com. All right, I think I have covered everything I need to. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. We have some more guests lined up that I'm excited to share with you. So let's get to it. Thank you for being on the first ever episode of the Ubermensch podcast. I am so honored to have you here and to get the opportunity to learn more about you. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. All right. Let's just get into it. Okay. So we'll start with the the easy general question. What is FunkFit? It is a dance cardio class that focuses on five main elements, musicality, style, progression, repetition, and hit. Okay. I think I recognized most of those except uh, musicality. Musicality is your going to the beat and the rhythm of the music. So you're learning moves that go exactly to the beat of the music. Okay. So listening and moving to the beat of the music. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Musicality. Okay, and then you mentioned you mentioned four others. So you mentioned style. Yep. 
Style, I like to say, is your inner swag. Mm. It's your own flavor, and it's unique to who you are. Okay. So what, what were the other three? I'm sorry, I totally forgot That's them. That's okay. <laughs> repetition, um, progression, and hit. So repetition, which is, does it just mean you're doing the same moves over and over again? Yeah. So it's repetitive steps, and we do that for, for two reasons. One is the uh, exercise element. We get our heart rate up. Mm-hmm. And the second is the more you do, the better you get. So if you continually repeat the same step, you'll be able to per- perfect it. So it's like, so you're basically creating muscle memory, right? With yep. Repetition. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how would progression be an element of funk fit? Well, we all know what progress is, right? Sure. Progress. Progress. Get better, right? Add another layer, add some more elements, add some more difficulty. So um, we start off very easy with our dance moves and our movement and our choreography, and then we progress and get a little bit more difficult with class. And then progression is also the more you go, the better you'll progress. Okay, so like through the entire duration of your class, which is usually about 50 to 60 minutes long, the, the dances start easier. Simple. And then they get harder, get more technical as the class goes on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I've been to like six classes already and I didn't have, <laughs> didn't even occur to me before right now. So it's interesting. But yeah, the, now that I think about it, you're right. It does, you, you are incorporating more steps and more spins like the longer, the more a class goes on. And that's actually, like, that's a really interesting concept, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole strategy because that's the way we learn. If I gave you guys a really hard and difficult routine right from the get-go, how would it make you feel? Lost and confused and intimidated and, like, what the heck is going on? But if we ease into it, then we can add more layers of difficulty. And then the last element you've mentioned was HIT, which stands for High Intensity Interval Training. It's H-I-I-T. And is that the type of cardio or exercise that you incorporate into your dance class? Yeah, and so what we do is we incorporate um, HIT with our dances. So we're not doing just one full song or one choreographed dance. You guys are learning multiple dances at <clears throat> in one class. We have a signature warm-up, a signature cool-down, and then in between that, we're doing about nine different choreographed dance routines. And um, with that, we work in intervals. So we'll do a fast song, a slow song, a fast song, a slow song. So a, fa- a song that will bring up your heart rate and then that will lower it back down because we can't go at a high rate or a low rate the whole time, Right. It kind of counteracts. Right. Yeah. And it keeps me, I know I'm I'm not much of a cardio person. I lift weights and cardio is kind of a four-letter word in my gym. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's, it's cardio, it, the funk fit class is actually pretty attainable and accessible because we aren't going full force for the full hour. I mean, you are still getting an amazing workout and I'm like out of breath and I'm getting that cramp in my... Stomach, <laughs> but it still feels like I'm not killing myself, and I think it's because you've kind of developed this 
I never realized like how much you actually put into your songs. Like it's not it's not just you do a fast song and then a slow song. In each song, you've choreographed fast movements and then slow movements. Mm-hmm. So you've created intervals within the song. Within the song as well, yeah. So we're not just doing fast, 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 and then slow, 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 slow. We're incorporating hit on top of hit, basically. So the choreography is going to be super fast, and then we slow it down suddenly as the music changes, because it is a musicality class. So that's what we do. Hit on hit on hit. Hit on hit on hit. Hitception. Hey, yo. (laughs) Yes. So for those that haven't been to a Funk Fit class, what is the Funk Fit experience? So if I were to step into the studio at a Funk Fit class, what is that experience? First off, you're going to recognize the inclusiveness that's there. Mm. It's very inclusive. It's very inviting, energetic, super high energy, Um, very metropolitan. So if you were to step into... Um, a class somewhere in New York City or L.A. or some major city that's very diverse and multicultured mm-hmm. and um, accepting and warm and inclusive and inviting, that's the place. So you come in, you immediately feel inclusive, included, and you get that metro vibe. So you're bringing the inner city... Um that community vibe or that safe space vibe, you're bringing it from like LA, downtown LA and New York. You're bringing it to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City first (laughs) and then beyond. So on top of LA and New York vibe, LA and New York is going to have funk fit Mm. too. So it's for everybody. I love it. So how does, um, how does funk fit differ from other dance cardio classes? Like the biggest one I could think of is Zumba, mm-hmm. which everyone's heard of Zumba. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think it's everywhere, especially it's everywhere. in Utah. Yeah. Or like high fitness or something. Right. I mean, there are plenty of dance cardio classes. Mm-hmm. So why, why did you make funk fit? What did you feel like that community was missing? I feel like there was a lack of a, like a soulful or a spiritual component. Um, more meaningful behind the movement and expressing yourself and allowing yourself to be creative instead Mm -hmm. of just follow the leader. It's more personal accountability and freedom to move and freedom to be yourself and and freedom of expression. Getting deep deep into the whole soulful, spiritual part of movement that is so therapeutic for all of us. So just to sum that up, you think that you're saying that you bring a spiritual healing element to the masses of dance cardio that the other dance classes aren't doing. Yeah, that's my goal. That's my ultimate goal. And that's what I envision and strive to encompass in each one of my classes. Well, you're preaching to the choir here because that's <laughs> that's like why I'm actually doing this whole podcast oh. or why I have my own business because I think we need to incorporate spirituality and finding our purpose into everything we do. We do. Everybody wants to know their purpose. And then do you um do you stick to a certain genre of music? Yeah, so we focus on all major, you know, main urban genres of music. 
hip hop, R and B, funk. Um, we even do a little bit of trap, um, house, dance hall, reggaeton. You name it, we do it. Yeah, and then the last class I took, we were dancing to Sierra, which I love that Level Up song, by the Level way. Level Up. The ones <laughs> who have done Level Up and dance class, it's so much fun. Just take the class. Level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. I don't know, I don't know the words. I, I, they, they go so fast. Level, so up, fast. level up, level up, level <laughs> up. And then we're cooling down to Purple Rain by Prince. Purple Rain. Yeah, man. We want to keep it diverse. Love it. So much fun. I'm actually so excited. I usually go every Sunday, and I'm like, that's the, just look forward to it. It's so, like... I love Juvenating. That. Oh, I love that so much. Empowering. Yes. All right. So now we're going to get into the good stuff. The stuff I really want to know about, which is about you. Oh, my gosh. Miss my. Sarah Steele. Oh, geez. Um, what got you into dancing in the first place? Well, my mom had a studio, and I was born and raised in one, and she had it for <laughs> 23 years. So, um, wow. Yeah, I danced my whole life. But what really, really, really helped me to connect um, with dance was at a really young age, I learned how to communicate and express my feelings and mm. my inner self and just me through movement and through music. And when I was four years old, um, my dad was hit by a car and suffered major severe head trauma and broke his neck in three different places. Oh, my and resulting from that accident, it like completely changed the dynamic of our family. There was lots of pain and lots of trauma and lots of change. And um, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And I used dance as my form to express myself and to move through the pain and the emotions that I was feeling at a really young age and to tap into my creative part of my brain mm. and choreograph dances that correlated with what was going on inside of me. So I was able to connect with the healing and cathartic part of dance because of my dad's wreck. And, and if it weren't for dance, I just... That was my anchor. That was right. what kept me going. And I bet, like, when having something like that, especially when we're little, we think our parents are invincible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when something like that happens, you kind of see mortality and see your dad Absolutely. as a totally different person. Right. It's just like that could fundamentally, like, shake your world. 100%. Mm -hmm. And I bet dance was that kind of gave you a sense of just control and... What, yeah. Uh, every, I, I had no control of my circumstances and my family dynamic after that, but I knew that I could control my body. Mm. And that's what I, I... I loved having that body control. Wow. I'm like at a loss of words. That was pretty... Wow. And... um that's interesting that you, you use the term communicating with your body mm -hmm. because when I was researching for this podcast, I actually, I, first of all, I didn't know how much research there was on dance and healing 
because there have been numerous studies on dance therapy to heal Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and PTSD and the dance movement therapy mm-hmm. actually started um, after World War II with vets from P- with P- like severe PTSD and it was started by Marianne Chase and she actually founded the American Dance Therapy Association in 1966 but it makes so much sense if some things can't really be said there mm-hmm. aren't there aren't words for mm-hmm. all of the pain in their lives but moving somehow just kind of fills that yeah and i says it i think it says a lot too for children when they're experiencing a lot of trauma mm-hmm. they just don't know how they in a, like they're developmentally they can't articulate what they're feeling and mm-hmm. so i think that for me that's why dance was such a powerful thing for me because my traumas were at a really young age. Yeah, you were like four, right? Yeah, I was four when that wow. happened. And dancing is what yeah. helped you process through. Absolutely. That's what it and, is. And did you just keep dancing until from when you were four all the way until now starting Funk Fit? So I, yeah, basically um, I continued dancing and I was at the height of my dance career at, I would say, 17 before high school. Uh, I was choreographing a lot. I was doing a lot of master classes. Um, you were doing master classes and choreographing at 17 years old? Yeah. Yeah, for high schools, other studios. What was I doing at 17 years old? Thinking about boys. <laughs> missing homework. Never doing my homework. Being angsty. And you're like... Well, dance was my life. It, it literally was. It was my life. Okay, so you were being amazing. <laughs> you had everything going for you. Keep going. But then uh, things changed. 2001, parents got divorced. My mom closed her studio down. I was in an abusive relationship. Toxic, very toxic relationship with somebody and made it as a Utah jazz dancer, but then told that I was too sexually aggressive of a dancer, that I needed to tone it down. That rubbed me the wrong way. I was given the opportunity to move to Maryland and nanny, and I said, let's do it. I'm leaving. I was a nanny, too, in Norway. Oh, my God. When I was 18. That's awesome. We're twins. We're twins. Except it's like twins, like... The movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, (laughs) and I'm Danny DeVito. Whatever. (laughs) We're that kind of twins. Pretty cool, huh? Oh my gosh, I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. So sorry. No, it's fine. (laughs) So I moved out there, and all of that happened in that short period of time. Yeah, a lot of change. So I stopped dancing. Clearly, I got really heavy into exercise and fitness, and. that was great and everything, but I f- still felt like that there was something missing. There was just like this something that was missing mm. that wasn't fulfilling me. So I was really struggling. I was having body image issues and... Um, just You're having your existential crisis. Right. Yeah. At 19 and 20 years old. <laughs> and then I met my then husband and got pregnant and married within the first year of knowing him. Mm. So I felt, I thought maybe being a wife and a stay-at-home mom would help fill that up as well. It didn't. And shortly after I had my first son, I started teaching dance again. Mm. 
So when I was 22 years old, I officially started dancing again, and that was in 2005. And then after that, I just started teaching children's dance classes and creative movement classes, and then slowly getting into the dance world again, and I became pretty well known. And this was still in Maryland? Yeah, this was still in Maryland. And I had just had to my two boys, so I had two kids then. And then we moved out to Utah. I started teaching dance here and teaching um, various studios around the valley and started a semi-professional dance company called Exhilaration and then was teaching Zumba. So I was doing all of those things, but I still felt like there was something that was missing and I couldn't figure out what it was. So what did you feel like was missing from those classes? It's that soulful, that spiritual part, that part where you can um, verbalize and have a voice through movement. That You could live in the present moment and be vulnerable and feel safe doing it. That you could be your authentic self Mm. in the beauty of movement and music. And so that's how funk fit came to be. Yeah, and the word funk starts with a P-H, if you listeners um, aren't aware of that. Um, that name comes from my performer's name. So I have this, this name when I um, entertain or perform. And her name's Etana Tanisha <laughs> Funk. And so I wanted to encompass the spirit of Etana Tanisha Funk As into my do. classes but make it spiritual gangsta. So what does funk fit look like now? Do you have do you have more instructors? I do. So this year we just started doing instructor trainings. Oh cool. Yeah. We have 16 instructors now. Wow. Yeah. 16? 16 and counting. And where do they teach? They teach at Vasa Fitness, Treehouse. We've got one up at Fuel Fitness in Montana. Oh, um, so you have them in Montana. Yeah, so I not have ju- in it's not just in the Salt Lake City area. No, we've traveled to I've traveled to LA to California, and we will have a new funk fit instructor in the Bay Area coming up as well. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. you are going worldwide. Yeah, man. Connections, connections with others. Love it. So that kind of leads me into my, what I want to ask you next is what do you envision? Like, what do you want to do with FunkFit? What do you see it in its full manifestation? Well, visually, I see, I look out into a crowd of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, most of which they don't even know each other, but they're there for one purpose, and that is to edify themselves. And so that's what I vision. And when I think of that vision, I want to touch and connect with as many people as I possibly can. Not for my personal gain, but for others to experience the beauty and the catharsis of Mm -hmm. movement and dance and how powerful it is. Right. I think especially in this culture in America where dance is kind of only used at like parties or occasions and you just do it for fun. And there's a lot of like you get made fun of if you look funny dancing. And if we kind of start changing our 
perception of right. dancing, mm-hmm. which a lot of cultures, it's very, it's a very integral part of their culture. It is. And their daily life. So I, th- I think that's, it's so beautiful that you, that you just want dance. It's not just a business model for you or how to make money. It's, you have a whole purpose, a whole universe behind it. Absolutely. Of you want people to be inspired to be themselves and take up space. Mm-hmm. Take up space in this world and own that space. Own that space. There's one of you in over 7 billion people on this planet. So for anybody to think that they're in, in, insignificant, it just baffles my mind because we're all here for a purpose and for a reason. And the beauty and the answers and the essence of life is all within us. And I feel that dance is such a great way to find that. And that's what I want to do. I love it. So what would you say to the person that's listening to this? By the way, if you've listened to this, all of this so far, thank you. Thank you so much. Ooh. Got a nice little song, <coughs> nice little tune from Sarah there. That's your gift for listening uh, this far. I'm clearing my throat too because I have a bit of a head cold today too, guys. Yeah, guys, she has a head cold and she's still willing to do this podcast. That's why I love her. <laughs> um, what would you say to the person who's listening to the? If any, if I have any listeners, I think I just kicked them all off right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> the last one out. Um, that would say, yeah, dude, sounds great and all, but. I, I'm a wet noodle. I look like a crippled walrus when I move. I'm not coordinated. I'm painfully shy. I have no rhythm. Oh, yeah, I have no rhythm. What would you say to that person who's like, yeah, I'm interested, that sounds cool, but I'm not interested because that's terrifying. Right, and I get that a lot. And the first question I ask them is, really, why can't you? What's stopping you? And they say, well, I just, I, I'd never danced. I, I don't know how to dance. And I was like, but you know how to move, right? And I say, come, give it a try once. Step out of your comfort zone. Because guess what, guys? What happens when we step out of our comfort zone? Answer them, Ashley. You grow. I don't know. What you is grow, it? yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong You're answer. You're getting me out of my comfort zone, <laughs> putting me on the spot. <laughs> it's good to do that. Comfort zones don't bring growth. So I ask and I invite all of you, give yourself one hour, well, count an hour and a half because you need to travel. One hour, give yourself that time to get out of your comfort zone, dig deep within yourself, do something that's super uncomfortable, and then tell me how you feel afterwards. Love that advice. Did you hear it? Just try it. Just do it. And I have the feeling that you'll actually like it. You will come back. Especially if you take it from Sarah. <laughs> She's her little alter ego. What is her name again? Aitana Tanisha Funk. Oh, she's fun to watch. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good time. So, okay, I think we're pretty much, I don't know if you have anything you'd like to say. I would just wanted to ask you, do you have any book recommendations? 
Yes, I have a lot. But the first that come up in my head, and this doesn't pertain to like funk fit, but this pertains to personal development. Yes. Yes, which yes. is huge, huge, huge. And I encourage you guys all to carve out some time every day for that because you deserve it. I would recommend anything by Wayne Dyer. Mm. Wishes Fulfilled is such an incredible look, book. Um, I would say another book that really, really helped me throughout my hur- hurricane of life mm-hmm. when I was 19 and 20 um, was A Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl. Victor Frankl. Mm-hmm. That is such a powerful story. I love it that really, man. Yeah, it really, yeah. He... It teaches you to be happy in any circumstance, that happiness is really within. And um, the, what is it called? The Untethered Soul by Michael Michael Singer. Singer. Hey, yo. That is one of my favorites. That's the one I always have five copies of, and I'm just giving it to all my friends because I think it's so amazing. It's an easy read. That helps me through my hurricane. Yeah, see? There's always that that book. And for those of you that haven't read it, that book is mostly about realizing that you aren't your thoughts. Nope. Mm -hmm. You are the watcher of those thoughts. And that you don't need to cling to any of the bad or good thoughts that you have. They're just thoughts. They're just energy. And it was just, like, so empowering when I read it. It just... I had one of those, like, aha Aha moments. moments. And it led me on a, like... Just such an incredible trajectory oh, of those healing. Books are the best. I that that book is so dear to my heart. Yeah, that's an incredible book. Well, Sarah, I think that's that's about it. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, this has been fun. so fun. <laughs> this has you, been so fun. Thank you, listeners. And you can find Sarah on Instagram and Facebook. Her Instagram handle is at funkfit, and that's P H U N K F I T. And do you want them to know your personal Instagram as well? That's real deal, Sarah Steele. That's Sarah with an H. That's right. Steele with an E at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, she teaches seven days a week. Yeah, I do. So um, you could find that schedule on Instagram as well. And Facebook, FunkFit. And Facebook, FunkFit. Yep. And then uh, there are also 16 other instructors, apparently, which is that's Yeah, you can look out for their classes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thanks again. I love you guys. Stay funky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that concludes our first podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I can't thank you enough, and I'm forever grateful for the friends and family that I have. If you are willing, please subscribe to the Ubermensch podcast. I am hoping to get an episode out at uh, once a week or once every two weeks depending on the availability of my guests if you're wanting to be on the podcast or you know someone who would be great please send me an email ashley and that's a-s-h-l-e-e ashley at uber wind and wellness and i'll just spell it again because a lot of people have a hard time with it it's u-b-e-r-w-i-n-d-e-n wellness.com And Sarah teaches seven days a week, and you could find her on Instagram at funkfit, and that's P-H-U-N-K-F-I-T. And you could also follow her personal Instagram at realdealsarahsteel. 
I hope you have a beautiful day or evening and I hope this podcast has inspired you to keep pushing forward and to keep building and keep dreaming and keep having hope for yourself and for everyone around you. I'll see you next time, guys.